We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Do you want to fuck your mom? Um, uh, I mean, I never will, so I shouldn't entertain that idea, you know? Fair. Welcome back to Don't Tell Mom. My name is Hannah Dickinson, and this is the third episode. I'm getting more confidence. We're getting back into it. Basically, up top, I was like, yeah, this is a podcast about stories. You don't want your mom to know. It's about anxiety. Honestly, I don't know what the fuck this is. This is just me trying to maintain any social skills I could possibly keep while living in my parents' basement. First of all, I want to give a shout out to Rudy Perez for sending me money for editing. That was so nice of you and very unexpected. Of course, I asked on the last podcast, but usually, you know, I I was serious, but not really. And that was just really thoughtful. So thanks so much. And hope you're living it up in quarantine. This weekend was pretty wild. I got to be honest. I, uh, I did magic mushrooms for the first time which, as you can tell by the way I said that, I don't do drugs ever. Uh, When I was growing up, I was like, I will never even smoke weed. And then you turn 28. I guess I haven't turned 28 officially yet, but getting there, and uh, you're single, so you have to fill the hole in your heart with all of the drugs. It was interesting. I got the mushrooms from a friend from college who I don't really talk to anymore, But I texted him and I was like, yo, I'm trying to break rules and do drugs this weekend. And he said, Hannah, you are the third person today to text me the words break rules and do drugs. So DC is in trouble. Let's just put it that way. Um, I got the drugs from his name is Georgie, which already it's like (laughs) a bad idea. I don't know. I just feel like if you're past the age of 17, you shouldn't have like an E at the end of your name, like Georgie or Bobby, you're a Robert or a George. Just be that. So he gave me the mushrooms, and then I did the mushrooms with my friend, and I've been seeing her on the weekend, so we're in an exclusive quarantine relationship, so it's safe. She lives alone. Another friend asked if we were wearing masks when we hang out. I'm like, dude, I just said we were doing illegal drugs. No, we're not wearing masks. I don't know why I'm making myself sound like such a badass. Like, it's mushrooms. It's not that big of a deal, but... I've never done them, so I was, like, feeling very cool. Also, my hair is practically dreads right now, so I feel like it was very appropriate. We split an eighth, which I have no idea what that means, (laughs) but we split an eighth. And after an hour, I was like, these aren't working. So I called Georgie to be like, bitch, you got us bad mushrooms. But, like, halfway through the voicemail, the mushrooms hit. I'm going to play you the voicemail. He sent it to me. Let me see if I can get it. Uh, One second. 
Um, found it. Georgie, you sound exhausted in the voice. <laughs> you just took a deep breath before you spoke. Anyway, <laughs> I fixed that. But, uh, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Safe to say the drugs hit. I sound ridiculous. So also shout out to Georgie for the hookup. I hope he doesn't listen to this. He'll kill me. But he doesn't listen to me when we talk in person, so I doubt he's listening to a podcast. Someone asked me if I had any revelations on mushrooms. No, I did not. I didn't take that much, though. So I think maybe if I took more, I would see weird shit. But I don't know if I need to do that. I guess one revelation I had was that I thought I really liked this guy because he made me laugh so much. I thought I was in love with him. He just made me laugh more than anyone. And then I realized that drugs could do that. So what I'm saying is, just take drugs. <laughs> Truly, it was the first vegetable I had all quarantined. So I feel okay about it. That's pretty much what's happening with me. I mean, just doing drugs, being cool as hell. What up? My guest today is a super funny comic. He's been on Conan. He was had a half hour on Comedy Central. His name is Mike Racine. We've actually never met in person, but he's a really cool guy. I asked him to give me some secrets, and he said this podcast was not worth it, which, honestly, I respect. The first 30 minutes we recorded yesterday because Mike sent me the audio from our other recording, and it was missing the middle. So big, big tech guy fucked it up. So... In the beginning, we're just talking about how Mike is an idiot and can't record podcasts. I don't know why I'm setting up a guest like this. This is so mean, but he shits on me the whole time. So if it seems a little unorganized, that's only because it is. But you know what? Welcome to my goddamn life, bitches. And no one's living fresh. And if they are, send me money. Bye. Well, I just thought it was funny because you were like, it was nice of you to offer to help with the podcast, but then your audio was fucked. So this is this is on me. Yeah, this is on you. I guess. I mean, I I, I don't know. I don't know what would happen though. I mean, I just I just didn't. I I sent it through Dropbox. Look, we're not pointing fingers here, but it was your fault. <laughs> yeah, I guess believe whatever you want to believe. I don't know. Yeah, that's how most of my relationships go. I kind of just make it up in my head, and whatever the guy thinks, it's not really an issue because it's not reality. Yeah, and 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 look where you are <laughs> in your parents' basement, alone, masturbating. Wait, how'd you know I just masturbated? Ordering. I'm just or, kidding. <laughs> or I could tell. I could see it in your eyes. <laughs> Ordering pizza and masturbating. Wow, it's like you're spying on me. I haven't beat off since quarantine, actually, because uh, well, we moved places, and then my there's no curtains in my living room and then in my bedroom there's a there's a guy next door to me who listens to it's not even the same building it's a different building but he plays like religious spoken word like all all day and all night so you can't i can't i also don't have time i'm like a i'm like a go-getter so i don't have time to jack off (laughs) you're just so motivated also maybe you're having sex with your fiance yeah I'm doing I'm doing a little bit of that too. Yeah. So don't act like you're holier than thou. You're still getting off. I know, but I just I love I love beating off and I haven't done it. <laughs> oh, congrats. Yeah. I've I've been a little I've been a little more horned up lately though because she started wearing glasses around the house. She got like these glasses cuz she's looking at a screen all day. They're called like blue light glasses or something. And it's like it's like hot that she like looks different. Just dip, you think she looks smarter with blue light glasses? Yeah, she just she just she looks. I don't know. She just looks different, and I kind of like that. Do you make her keep the glasses on when you have sex? Uh, no. Oh. Yeah. The last thing, the thing we got back into after it <laughs> cut off. What if you just figured out that I was a virgin? <laughs> I mean, you are wearing <laughs> a wife beater something? right now. It's it's a tank. A wife beater is an undershirt. This is an Adidas. I think tank. I have that tank top in the same size, actually. Oh, yeah? Well, we have the same size tits, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I guess you have huge cans. I do. I have had tits since I was, like, 10 years old. And I don't know what to do about them. Yeah. And sometimes, like, when people comment on the internet, if they want to be real mean, that's what they kind of go after. 
I feel like that's what commenters, like, for men, they'll be like, oh, this guy has tits. But then for women, they're like, this one doesn't have tits. Like, that's just, like, the classic go-to. Right, right. Or maybe just you have tits and I don't. Which one, so which one do you get? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone told me that I'm – last night I read this comment that said I'm hot adjacent, but Downs got in the way. Downs? Yeah. I don't see that. Thank you. Maybe autism. Why were you reading comments, though? Because that's what I masturbate to. Oh, okay. That's how I get off, is mean comments. Woo! Mm. Really fires me up. Mm-hmm. But the last thing that you said, we were like, what are we talking about? And I was like, how you can't put loads in your fiancé. That was the last thing. Oh, did I bring that up? <laughs> yeah. But, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what we were talking about. Oh. Um, but then today I saw you tweeted that you can't have anxiety because she thinks you're a little bitch. Uh, yeah. But then you told me you don't have anxiety. I guess I do. I just don't like when I like I when people make it their identity. It it you know it bugs me a little bit. Yeah, I guess because it's it's not an identity. But do you take medication? Uh, no. But I did when I was like nineteen, and then I went off it. What did you take? I took uh, I took like an antidepressant and Focalin for ADD, which I probably should be on some kind of ADD medication, but. I just remember, like, going to this doctor, this psychiatrist, and he was, like, just very quick to write a prescription for uh, an antidepressant and, a, uh, an a, like, a, a uh, ADD medicine, which I wish I had some right now, to be honest with you. Why are you tired? No, I just – no, but uh, every once in a while I'll, like, I'll take an Adderall, and uh, I really – I really like it. I'm always, like, this is how I'm supposed to feel. Yeah, it's that Limitless. I feel like Limitless is about Adderall, that movie with um, Bradley Cooper. I never saw it. I just noticed I have a a Disney World Cup. Um, I mean, literally, Deborah Brooks, I I guess I do not want me to say that. Your fiance is, you're using her Skype or her Zoom. You're using her cup with her name on it. It's like. What do you mean I'm using her Zoom? It said, please accept Deborah Brooks into the thing. And I was like, who? And then I was like, oh, Deb. Oh, nice. And now you're drinking out of her coffee mug. It's like, do you even have your own identity? Uh, no. I'm a baby. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> Deborah's my mother that I live with <laughs> in Bushwick. <laughs> I mean, your apartment, actually, I didn't see that side. It, it looks nice. Thanks. Yeah, it is nice. We work very hard. You texted me last night what, at 2 in the morning, and you're like, you know who I'm fucking pissed off at? Oh, I, yeah. It was just about a, a, a comedian that I don't think is funny. Who is successful? That's all I'll say. But I, but I was. It was two thirty, and I was like, "Who's awake right now?" And I was like, "It's like maybe Hannah just masturbating through yeah mean comments." Yeah, Hannah's probably up eating donut holes, you know, <laughs> reading comments about herself <laughs> in her parents' basement. Uh, I wasn't up, but I woke up to that and I got excited. I was like, mm. yes, I can't wait to shit talk. Mm-hmm. That's what I love to do. It's like a morning cup of coffee for me. Nice. It just gets me fucking amped. Well, you woke up at nine. That's pretty good. That's You woke up at nine. Yeah. I try to wake up early because if I wake up at 11, it's four before I know it. Yeah, I, I did that. I set an alarm for like 930 this morning and then I set, I set two alarms. I set one for 930 and one for 945 and then I... I hit the second alarm and i rolled over and then i went to sleep and then i woke up at like 10 10 45 that's not a very good story but the point (laughs) is there's no point there's no point to wake up early there's not what am i gonna you know i know well i also woke up because my dad every morning he lets our dog go off into the bathroom by herself without a leash Uh uh-huh and every morning she runs off into the woods after a squirrel or something. And mm-hmm. he's like, no, come back, come back. So this morning he's like freaking out. And I'm like, put her on the fucking leash. And then he's like, it's my dog. Don't tell me what to do. So we got in this huge argument. I wouldn't have my piece of shit daughter coming into my house, living in my basement, cock blocking me so I can't fuck my wife and then telling me what to do with my dog. I do love I do love letting my dog off the leash, though. I, he, but I can't do it because he'll like he'll. I mean, he's pretty good, but it's it's not. I love seeing him like run because he's so happy when he runs. So I understand that impulse to let the dog off the leash. It's so weird that owners are like that. They're like, my dog doesn't have to be on a leash. It's like a power thing. Yeah, but I I understand it because they like being off the leash. It's it's cool when like you feel like you're in like a like a like a movie or something like your companion. 
you're because because imagine imagine like a uh, like an apocalyptic movie where you're like walking around the the wasteland with your dog. That would be corny if he was on a leash. It just I don't know. It just feels better. Yeah, if it's like if your dog doesn't run away, it loves you more clearly because it doesn't ever want to leave you. Right, right, right. But once Frankie's off the leash, he like he's not he's bad. He he'll like taunt me. That's funny. And it's a lot of work to get him back on the leash. Yeah. My old boss had a Yorkie, and she named him Dimebag because his shits were the size of dime bags. But he uh-huh. always he never was on a leash. He was like fully by her side. But he had his balls still, so he was like this huge like big bald dog with all this confidence. Nice. I don't know. Does your dog still have his balls, or you have a girl dog? No, they're both boys, but they're both they not. They don't have balls. So kind of like you. Uh, I have balls. Okay. <laughs> what are you saying? I'm neutered. Because you drink from your Disney cup labeled Debra. Yeah. All right, Hannah. Put your parents on the phone. You're starting to annoy me. <laughs> we should finish this episode. Me and your dad just talked about what a fucking <laughs> pain in the ass you are. What? Yeah, my dad would love that. Do you think? Do you think they're ha- they're probably having sex less because you're home? Ugh. I certainly hope so. I, my parents have sex probably four times a week. That's a lot. Well, I remember one time when I was in high school. Uh, well, first of all, so my I, I have a special needs brother, um, who's 29. And he can be a lot of work sometimes um, because he get, he like gets sometimes he'll like, you know, he'll get mad and he'll throw tantrums. And then quarantine's been a little rough on him because the New Jersey governor closed all the um, the the parks have been closed. So like one thing that he likes to do is go to go for walks, you know. Um, so but now the parks are open back up. But anyway, so it's like tough because they have this adult, you know, special needs uh monster in there. <laughs> no just kidding uh person my brother Jesus. in their house but i mean it's not it's not easy like ha- like living like that you know like because he, he will like throw tantrums and he'll get mad sometimes and it's just hard to like figure out how to keep him occupied and happy and whatever um so i think and my parents are still together after like i guess 30 it's gonna be 34 35 years may 17th is their anniversary so I don't know what they've because a lot of uh, guys leave when there's like a special needs kid. You know, that's what my mom's always said. Like a lot of men like, you know, take off. So I'm guessing that they just fuck a lot to just ease the ease the tension of, you know, my brother. Well, that's better than the alternative of your dad leaving. Yes. Do you have like this hot Italian mom? I'm picturing like uh, Marissa Tomei. Just I don't know why. Um, No, I wish. So I was I was in high school and I was going to work. I worked at a grocery store and I was like getting ready for work. And she was like talking about how she was like telling my aunt about how she like fucked my dad the night before. And I and, I, and she was like giggling about it. And I was just like, you're disgusting. And I, I couldn't look at her. I was in high school and she just said that in front of you. And she didn't know that I, I was like, she didn't know I was listening. Yeah, that's rough. But then she said something about how, like, she was watching Oprah and a lot of married couples only have sex, like, two or three times a month. So my dad's way over his quota. Oh. So she's so my dad's just like, yeah, just blowing her back out like twice a week. And you didn't ever hear it. No, I didn't ever hear it. No. But I, but I think that's the most I want to think about this. I, I, I realize that now that I've sort of gone down this rabbit hole, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Well, in high school, all my friends were super Christian, so they all uh-huh. were had like promise rings and everything. And I, my my parents never talked to me about sex at all. Like I just, we just never talked about it. Yeah. And one time, I asked my mom if she lost her virginity before she married my dad, and my mom just looks at me and goes, mm-hmm. "What do you think?" And I was like, "Oh, really? Yeah." <laughs> and that was all I needed to yeah. know. I was like, I guess my mom was yeah, a big yeah. slut. That doesn't mean she's a slut. No, I know. Why do we? Why do we label? Why do we label women that way? It seems kind of okay. Unfair. Are you mansplaining this to me? I just, I just throw around the word slut. I feel like yeah. it's like, I can say mm. it, but no one else can. Yeah, it's weird though because my mom said that she. I, I asked my mom about her sexual history, and she said that uh, she she's only been with like two guys. So I don't know. I don't know what. And then she said she lost her virginity when she was twenty seven. So I don't know what, but. I think like it's that was a different time where like it was more and you know like less acceptable. Girl, like women couldn't women couldn't be like you, you know now just like talking about your pussy all the time, <laughs> <laughs> you know on your podcast, on Instagram, on Twitter. 
But I'm sure your but your mom probably your mom probably was having sex, but she couldn't you know talk about it. My dad the other night said at dinner like, it's interesting that women now you know they talk about sex and uh, they just couldn't do that for a while. I was like, are you talking about me specifically? Like women like. And yeah. he was like, "Well, yeah, kind of." I was like, "Okay, I don't know what you're trying to say by this, but yeah, he just he just pauses your podcast." <laughs> yeah, they're like, "We're gonna come up with a podcast that says don't tell Hannah," and I was like, "All right, Dad, whatever." Oh, really? They should do that. I'll produce it for them, actually. Yeah, I do like moms. I don't know. Uh, what do you? When I I always try to I always try to like whenever whenever someone's mom is on Facebook, I try to friend them and I'll I'll, I'll like comment on their on their posts and stuff. It's it's just funny to me. Does Deb's mom like you? Yes, and she's nuts, but she does like me. But I I like her. I res- I respect her. Uh huh. She's like a very tough lady. She's like a t- she's like a really tough lady who has just worked really hard her whole life, and she's really nice. Um, but she's like no bullshit, and she's also I think bipolar. I love that. That sounds exciting. It is. Ex- it's very exciting. It's just fun to be friends with people's moms. Is it? I guess yeah. so. Taylor Tomlinson has a funny joke where she's like, you know, something about how like, do you know what it's like? I forget. The, I don't want. No, but she has a funny joke about like being friends with a guy's mom after you've broken up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's uh, that yeah. is a funny joke. Just want you to know if you're yeah, listening. Taylor, let me open for you. Miss Miss Tomlinson. <laughs> yeah. Let me open. No, let me open for you. I'm actually a better comic than Hannah. I've been doing it. I've been doing this 25 years, so. <laughs> you have not been doing uh, this. Actually, I, I actually. You aged yourself. I, I, I went open for you. Actually, Taylor, I went open for you. Not not me. Pick me, not Hannah, please. You've been doing it for 25 years. How old are you? 55? He says, in a wife beater and a chain. I've been doing it 14. Oof. I was telling my friend Harris that I was doing a pod, or like having you on the podcast, and he was like, oh my God, he has my favorite joke about Italian bathrooms <laughs> where it's like senoras. Oh. Uh. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So you want to say the joke? Yeah, maybe I will. All right. So, okay. So I went to it. it this is this is this joke is fun when it bombs because it's like kind of an act out. And I've done this joke a few times where it's gotten like no reaction. But anyway, the joke is like, I went to an Italian restaurant recently and there was a. I went to the bathroom and there was a sign on the men's room that said "Signori," and then on the men on the women's room it said uh, "Donne." Um, and then the handicapped bathroom said, if your legs are no work, you can shit in here. It's more easy. <laughs> uh, and then next to that, there was a sign. And it said, and also uh, feel free to uh, use the bathroom that uh, goes with your gender identity <laughs> because we don't care. Because uh, some people are ignorant and they think that like a pedophile w- is going to put on a wig and enter the ladies' bathroom. But, you know, what if, uh, what if, what if you're a male pedophile who's attracted to little boys? Nothing is stopping you. <laughs> There we go. Do one of your bits. Now I'm self-conscious. What? It's so hard to do like a bit one-on-one. I just did one. I just did an act out. I know. You did a full-blown act. A what do you do when that doesn't work? When you do a full act out? You just you just go, I f- fuck these people. These people, you're a bunch of fucking pigs. And you, in your head, you say that in your head. You go, they're not good enough. They don't deserve you, Michael. Do, they, do <laughs> you acknowledge it in the room swine. where you're like, all right. Uh, I go, I'll go, oh, okay, that was fun. Yeah, but I think that, like, I don't know. You get to a, I think you get to a point in your career where you have to, you have to just, you have to have a lot of confidence in what you're doing. Or you just don't, it's just like, look, I'm going to be dead in probably 20 years. I don't have a lot of time on this earth left. So I guess I don't have time to, like, validate an audience, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I now I'm just at a point where I'm like, I mean, I don't do stand up anymore, but I'm like, this is okay. This is what I'm doing. This is the show, and I can't, I can't change. Yeah, totally. Because that voice, that voice in your head, that's like, oh, I, I hope this is funny. I hope they like it. That voice is actually making you less funny because it's, uh, it's hampering your confidence. No, and confidence isn't confidence is inherently funny, you know. Totally. Which, it's, even like on social media, if I have a crush on someone and they follow me, uh-huh. I'm less likely to post anything because I'm worried they're going to see it and not want to have sex with me, which is crazy. Right. Right. So I'm like, what if they don't find it funny and then they stop talking to me? Well, no one wants to have sex with you. But oh, but seeing an act out bomb is always like a lot of fun. So funny. I just like don't 
an act out to me is like a big a lot of effort it's like working out it's like you kind of have to like mm. get your mind into it and i just don't want to like i i like writing better yeah. than i like being yeah. physical yeah it's definitely not something it's it's like challenging because one of my first bits that I did when I was like 19 was about how there's like there's braille under the, when you go to the bathroom there's braille all my jokes are about the bathroom <laughs> actually <Public laughs> that's my album yeah 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 so my album is just jokes <laughs> yeah it's jokes about the it's me in the shower with a bathing cap on and it says jokes about the bathroom with Mike Racine. Um but it was like I mean I'm like embarrassed to tell you what it is because it's not good but I was also I was 19 it was my first like year in comedy but relax I, it was a bit about how like there's there's when you look at the the sign for the men's room, there's braille under it uh-huh. so I'm like are are there any blind people like feeling the walls being like where's the bathroom and I would just do that I would just do that for a little bit for you know how did it six do? or seven I would just do that for six or seven minutes um I remember doing okay but at like a you know at like a bringer show in Jersey you should do a special from your bathroom. No, I made an album when I was like twenty-one. I'll send. I'll send you a copy. Please. Is it? Is it on a, a uh, disc? Yeah, it's on disc. That's so funny. What was it called? I don't want to tell you because it's embarrassing. Well, I'm gonna find out anyway. I'll send you a picture of it. Yeah, it's weird because I have like a thousand copies, so I'm like, I, I guess I could sell these online as like a as like a th- thing, like a fun like a fun thing to s- sell. But I'm I'm like humiliated by it. Because one, there's a track, because it was also like, you know, I was 21 when I made it. So I was like, you know, I thought I was like real edgy. Mm -hmm. So there's like a track that's just, there's a track that's just like only uh, jokes about AIDS. (laughs) Is it called AIDS? Yeah. Amazing. I'm like embarrassed telling you about it. So I might just burn, I don't know, I might just burn them. You should give them uh, out as Christmas gifts this year. I don't want to. I don't want people to remember that it happened maybe i'll i don't know mother's day is mother's day sunday i'll give it i'll send a copy to your mom yeah please she would love that i don't know what my parents like they don't seem to like enjoy anything i got my dad for secret santa last christmas and i got him a bottle of uh anisette it's like an italian like after dinner liquor yeah you know and it's it's just still it's still like full i went home and it's that it hasn't been touched but maybe he's saving and, it. And that was, he's not. <laughs> it's been maybe six, five months. It's been five months. And uh, that he just doesn't, like, enjoy anything. Does he have, does your dad have friends? Yeah. My dad's like a party boy. Oh, okay. That's cool. My dad has zero friends. What do you mean? He has friends. He has, he, he doesn't have any, no, he has no friends. What does your dad do? He has, like, he has, like, a t- he has, like, two friends that, like, he works in uh, banking, but he has like two friends that send him Christmas cards of their like hot daughters. So so there's like a, you know Christmas cards on the on the fridge. So your dad just jerks of, off to his friends' of, daughters. No, I do. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I should ask him, Hannah. <laughs> yeah, what are these doing on the fridge? Shouldn't they be in the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but they're just like. And then, um, and then, uh, he, so yeah, but so he doesn't have any friends, but I'm, but sort of like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm always trying to like outdo him, you know, like I want to like, I want to like be a better man than him. That's why I, that's why I build stuff and that's why I grill, you know, cause every time I come home, I just want to like, uh, I just want to like sort of cuck him in front of my mom. Is that your wife? What did she just say? Yeah, she said I am better. <laughs> I guess she's better. I don't know. She thinks she's better at podcasting. What does she do? She's a speech pathologist. Oh, right. You told me that. But you met her working when she was working at Caroline's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So speech So speech pathology is like a job for... It's a job for like hot girls that like kind of want to make a difference, but don't want to put that much effort into what they're doing. It's funny you say that because I know you're kind of like shitting on her as a joke, but um, yeah. everyone I know who's a speech pathologist is a really hot girl who is kind of nice. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Yeah. They're not going to... They're not like saving lives or anything. <laughs> they're never going to go to a, a third world country and dig a, <laughs> dig a hole, but... <laughs> no, absolutely not. She, like, doesn't read the news. She doesn't care about current events or anything. But she's like, I can help these kids, like, make an S sound. Sounds like someone I'd want to hang out with, honestly. Yeah, you guys would get along, I think. 
So your plan is to get married in September. That's the plan, yeah. I don't know many gamers, you know, with gaming uh-huh. furniture that have fiancés. Um, I, I play once in a while, but not, like, consistently, yeah. Okay. Do you? Do you no. play any video games? No. My old roommate who I had, it was a random dude, um, mm. he would play Fortnite with, like, 14-year-olds. Okay. And one the last night we decided to hang out, and he got cocaine. So I uh-huh. did, like, a line and played nice. um, Fortnite with him. Yeah. But I don't think I would do that again. Yeah, I think it's something where you would you would know by now if it was your thing, if you were <laughs> into it. I feel like I always wanted to like Halo or Call of Duty so I could seem like cool to guys. But then I just accepted that that's really I have, I have other angles I could work on. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, so back to uh, you're not allowed to shoot loads into your fiance. It's not that I'm not allowed. I mean, I guess I could, but then she's, you know, we're going to end up with uh But doesn't that feel like kind of a like a bad, like a raw deal? Excuse <laughs> the pun. Like if you're going to commit to, if you're going to, you know, commit to one woman, you would think that you'd be allowed to do that. Because it, it feels really good. And, I, you know. I, I don't know. But I imagine it does feel nice. But. I mean, it's annoying. It's annoying to have to like get close and then to have to, you know. Pull out. To pull. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you're trying not to say it uh, yeah. loud. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't know the difference, right? I As a woman, you're like, well, mm-hmm. either way, I'm not coming, so it doesn't really matter. Right, right, right. Yeah, that is a good point. It's more of a clean-up situation for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like women. warm <laughs> Right, right. It's a shame that women never come, huh? <laughs> It's truly a bummer. I mean, I've never seen it happen. <laughs> is that that's why you got sure. engaged? You're like, I gotta lock this down before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, honey, that's a myth, just like the round earth. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a conspiracy theorist, but it's for the the female orgasm. Sometimes I'm not even sure. I'm like, did I? And then I'm like, I don't mm. think so. Yeah. But maybe you should start having kids. Maybe that's you're gonna have like ten kids because you're gonna be like, I just really wanted to shoot my load inside. Yeah, but I don't have any money. That's tough. I mean, I, I have a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you bought that I'm gamer not. chair. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I can I I have gaming. I have gaming chair money. How long have you guys been together? Versus when did you get engaged? Um, we were together for about probably four years. All oh, right. Okay. And then uh, maybe maybe four and a half. Um, but yeah, we've been together since uh 2015. Actually, the other night we were watching a movie and she like wanted to. We watched Armageddon off Amazon. Have you seen that? So long ago. Yeah, it's a it's it's kind of a piece of shit, but she really likes it. But anyway, so like so I was like final I was so we bought the movie off Amazon and it was like enter your Amazon pin and she was like, It's our anniversary. She's like the pin is our anniversary. So it was funny. It kinda of felt like I was like diffusing a bomb, you know. Did you know it? Yeah, it's February twenty first, twenty fifteen, but there was on, there were only five numbers, so I was like, is it O two twenty two one fifteen or is it two two one fifteen? But it's two two my Amazon password is two two one fifteen. Oh, good to know. Yeah. With your Gmail that I have now? Uh no, with her Gmail. Okay. Well yeah. I could probably figure that out. Yeah. Uh I think it'd be hard to know an anniversary now because people, like, they kind of date now before they actually commit. So you'd be like, I don't know. We started seeing each other kind of around this time. and then Yeah, for sure. It took three years for me to commit to you. So is that the anniversary date? Was it your first date? Is that what an anniversary date is? No. The anniversary date is, like, when we hooked up the second time because I, I took her out in, October, like, November of 2014 and – we did we did we had sex and uh and then yeah but then she was like uh i don't like this guy i don't ever want to see him again and then like something happened where like we were in the same time we were in the same place a few months later and we like you know we got we sort of like got back together and we so we count that as our anniversary that gives me hope that some of the guys i've dismissed maybe they'll really you know i'll change my mind yeah and you liked her the whole time yeah the ball was in her court. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but there was like three months between when we, you know, like our first date, and then the next time, the, and then there's like three months between our first date and then the time that we ended up together. Now you're getting married, so that's a good love story. Yeah, like I feel like most comedians don't do that. Yeah, I guess not most, but there are a lot that seem to fuck around. 
Um, yeah, but you know what? That gets old really fast. Yeah. Nobody wants to do that. I, I think a lot of people do want to do that, but... Not me. Yeah, but why Why do you think you're different? Because you grew up in a family of... I mean, I, I was probably like that at some point, but I just think that... Uh, I don't know. She's really funny. She's nice. She uh, She's smart. Um, but she's like not like too smart, so I don't feel dumb around her. You fell in love, is what you're saying. Um, I fell in love. Yeah, she's like she's really supportive of my uh, career. Um, we get along really well. You know, we don't like, you know, we like like we'll get into uh, like a fight every once in a while. Like I like I did punch a cabinet a few days ago. Was this um, separate from the sandwich incident? It was. It was part of the sandwich incident. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You gotta let the sandwich but, go. No, because but it wasn't. But it was a whole thing where like she. She, uh, whatever. Anyway, the point is that like we don't stay mad at each other for a long time. There's not, there's no resentment, you know. And I think that we like that's an important thing when you can when when you don't when you don't fight a lot. Like we don't like to be mad at each other. I mean that's good, but I I feel like most male comedians seem, or I guess comedians in general. I shouldn't say just men because I'm pretty broken too. I guess, but you don't seem that way. You're like, oh, I fell in love. But even comedians who fall in love, it's just kind of like mental illness takes over at some point. Uh, yeah, I guess that. I guess that happens. I mean, who, I mean, who knows? It's only been you know five years, but I think we're. I think we're gonna be. I think five gonna, years is a long time. Yeah, we're gonna get at least you know ten or twelve out of this. A couple kids. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and you're like a guy who, um, not creepy. Thanks. Which is interesting. Why? Because <laughs> every guy. <laughs> because I feel like most com- male comedians, if like, because you DM me and you were like, oh, you're funny, but it wasn't creepy at all. Uh-huh. Whereas like some male comedians were like, hey, it's never like, hey, you're funny. Yeah. There's always like a- another thing. Yeah. You're trying to say that I'm not a fuck boy, but it's not like I never was one, you know, like having someone that you're committed to certainly helps because you're, you know, you can't you like be that person anymore. I know a few guys who are committed, married, and having kids, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And your parents are still married. They're still married, yeah. And doesn't I? My parents are still married too, but that feels rare for me. That puts the pressure on. Yeah, a lot of people were getting divorced in the nineties. People got divorced in the nineties. It's it seemed like it. Yeah, it seemed like that was like the thing that everybody was doing. Most of my friends from high school, their parents were on their second marriage. So a lot of my friends had older parents. Mm-hmm. Because they had been married and then, then moved on, and it was it was kind of weird. Like my friend's yeah. dad was like seventy five. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, because he'd been married before. Yeah, her older brother was the same year as our friend's dad. It was just like a weird situation. But it's interesting because did you grow? Up- so he was like Gen X. <laughs> yeah, we'd always like go to her house to like try to get away with shit because her dad couldn't see anything. Oh, nice. We'd be like, yeah, let's just drink at the dinner table because he literally can't see. You're like, let's steal some of his pills and see what happens. <laughs> exactly. No, I was a pretty good kid in high school. And then I think I went to college and just got wild. Really? And then I was like, I'm going to do comedy, which. Yeah. And you you were like, I was the hottest bitch in my fifth grade class. <laughs> yeah, that's what I tell. I'm like the drunk bitch in the bar at the corner who's like, do you know who I was? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Poplar Tree Elementary School. <laughs> do you know who I what what was it like 2007 2005 in elementary school yeah no it wasn't yeah i'm 20 i'm turning 28 next month oh okay how old did you think i was no but 2005 was like i was i graduated high school in 2005 yeah i graduated high school in 2010 interesting all right fifth grade yeah okay checks out yeah it's because i'm so mature slash haven't had botox yet i guess if your dad worked did he work at um in wall street no, he works for like a small like local bank, I guess. Uh, so he was like a. I don't know. Me? Actually, I know at nothing about my father. It's weird, like how little I know about him. I've never seen him drunk. He like uh, I know that he like he goes to work. Uh, he drives a Honda. He goes to church. He goes to nine o'clock mass every Sunday. He he likes going to Wegmans, and uh, he drinks coffee. He and he likes wine. Have you ever had like a heart to heart with him? No. And I never will. Uh, it's just not like there's like not much there. I don't know. 
Interesting. Is your mom really sweet? That's why I said I think I'll, I'll, I'll be like I want to be a better. Not that I'm knocking the knocking him or anything. Yeah, she's nice. But I just I just feel like I never had like a like a dad is supposed to be somebody who sort of like provides you with uh you know some type of guidance or whatever. But I don't I don't know anything about him. So he didn't give you the birds and the bees talk. No. No, I had to learn that through uh that Porn? one episode of Sesame Street. Yeah. <laughs> How old were you when you lost your virginity? Uh, I don't know. Next question. <laughs> you don't want to answer that? No, I was 19. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. And she had a glass eye. <laughs> no way. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, I met her on Match.com and she had a glass eye. <laughs> First of all, why were you on Match.com at 19? Because I, I, did, I couldn't. I didn't, I, I, didn't meet it, I didn't know how to talk to girls. <laughs> did you know she had a glass eye when you matched with her? Not till after we had sex, yeah. What do you mean? Not till after? Well, my friends, my friends like knew her, and they were like, uh, "Yeah, you know, she has a glass eye." Not that I, not that that's like a big deal. Yeah, not a big. My grandfather had a glass eye, and uh, it it happens. Yeah. <laughs> when you go to war, so I get it. But yeah, uh, how did you not? She showed up with an eye patch one day, and she was like, "I lost my glass eye. <laughs> I'm gonna have to wear this eye patch." <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. <laughs> On the date, did you not notice? Um, no, I didn't. She had glasses, and I just didn't. No, I didn't notice. Well, that's good. I think I was so excited because I was like, "Oh man, I'm such a fucking loser. I might actually have sex." I didn't ask. I didn't, I wasn't like. You didn't uh, look her in the eye. By the way, those eyes in your head are they both like normal? Well, usually my grandfather's glass eye, it was always kind of going in a different direction. But I guess this one, maybe her technology was up to date. Mm. She had like glasses, so I don't. I guess I didn't notice it. Interesting. Yeah. And then you just had sex on the first date. Yeah, believe it or not, there was a time in my life when I didn't know how to talk to women. I know you're looking at me now in this gaming chair, <laughs> and you're like, "He's so cool." Um, but uh, that's yeah. Yeah, I I I signed up for Match.com when when I moved to New York. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, because mm-hmm. I was like, I need to. I don't know. I guess I was just. I I get it. Well, that's like the that's like the more serious. Uh, that's the more serious website, right? Is it? E, I mean, eHarmony is like the real serious one. I've been seeing commercials for eHarmony, and the people are so hot. I'm like, this is not the real eHarmony. Yeah, you know, it's been it's been so it's been so long since I've uh, been on one of those one of those apps, but it doesn't seem like it's fun. It's a lot of work. It is. And it's a lot of dead ends. But then so is talking to your fiance into getting an abortion. The grass is always greener. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Just kidding. It would be pretty silly for me to get an abortion at this stage of my life. I'm not like ready to have a kid, but if if I slip up, I'm keeping it. I feel that way too. Yeah, maybe. But you're not like committed to someone. Not yet. But if I had a baby, uh-oh. 18 years, my friend. Yeah. It would just be weird for me to like die one day and then I go to heaven and then I meet like there's like a baby up there. And he's like, hey, remember me? And I'm like, no, who are you? And he's like, oh, I'm that baby that you aborted when you were 33 years old. I'm 32. I'll be 33. In a, I'm not 33 yet. Well, I think there's some problems with your logic, because if you were to have an abortion, you wouldn't be in heaven. Oh, right. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe purgatory then. I, we, I meet him in purgatory. He's like, thanks for sending me to purgatory, dad. I never got baptized. Yeah, I'm sorry that I couldn't be born. I guess I guess you had a lot going on, huh? When you were a 33-year-old man with gray pubes. Yeah, you too much you had too much happening in your life. Yeah, I guess you couldn't really have an excuse to have an abortion. No. You don't want to have a kid at like 42. You can't keep up with it. I mean, a lot of guys do. I just want like a daughter I can lift weights with. That's it. <laughs> what if your daughter's a huge slut? Well, how would I know? I guess she starts a podcast. <laughs> I listen to it. I'm like, let's see what Hannah's talking about on her show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Does your, is your dad going to listen to this episode? No, my dad doesn't. My parents don't really listen to my stuff anymore because I think yeah. it upsets them. That's good. My mom started reading my Twitter and, and got really upset one day. And I was like, you just got to stop. Yeah, just don't just don't look at it. Yeah, my grandmother listened to a podcast episode of mine and she was like, you know, you don't have to be so filthy. Am I just a verbal stripper? Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Like a less fun version, I make less money. Yeah. That's an interesting question, though, about... Wait, are you okay? 
I heard like a crash in the other room. Deb? Oh, I heard something fall over. All right, but you're okay? All right. Sorry, she's okay. God forbid we have to. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you got to edit that too. Or you can keep it in. No, I'm going to keep it in. That's very nice. Thanks. That you heard a crash and you were so. Con well, I mean, you didn't get up. So I guess you weren't. I know, but I'm like surrounded by wires. <laughs> There's like. If I get up, like something will get unplugged and we'll have to start over. And your gaming chair is just so comfortable. It's hard exactly. to get Exactly. It's really not even that comfortable, but I just. Because she hates it so much, I that's why I want to keep it. It kind of reminds me. Did you ever watch Austin Powers? Yeah. It reminds me of Dr. Evil's chair a little bit. It does, right? Oh, my God. How funny How funny was that movie, huh? <laughs> when he does this thing. I don't know if you're being sarcastic, but I fucking I love know. Austin Powers. That was the my the comedy that my parents brought me to as a child. Yeah, I think all those movies were popular for a reason. Yeah. But it's hard to go back and watch something because it doesn't really hit the same. But what were you saying before? Well, you were talking about my daughter being a huge slut. You're, oh, you're, yeah. You're just, I, I feel weird saying the word slut. You're besmirching my I, daughter's name. My sweet daughter. I'm like, oh, am I slut shaming? But I'm like, I can't, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I is it slut shaming? Because I do, you know, I'm kind of, it's like. Yeah. I wonder if uh, being promiscuous is genetic. Oh. Um, ask your mom. I mean, <laughs> or I could tell you. I have some text messages between me and your mom <laughs> that I, I don't know. I, I You probably don't want to see them, but if you need to know the truth about your whore mother, just let me know. I'll send yeah, you please some, send I'll me send the you some screenshots. Yeah. I need, I need artillery. It's just because your father has ED and she's like, you know, I mean, she has needs. Well, thank you so much for letting me know all this shit about my parents. And I have a slightly less case of ED than your father does. Do you have ED? No. Why would you even ask me that? How dare you? You know what? This fucking interview's over. <laughs> I know a lot of guys with ED. Really? I mean, maybe they're just gay, but mm, I don't know. I think it's I think it's a little more complicated than that. Yeah, I don't know. My friend, uh, my friend's boyfriend, he could never really get hard, and he told her he had ED, but it turns out he was just gay. I don't know if I can keep this in, but um, yeah. What's his What's his full name? <laughs> what's his first and last name? Um. Wait, but I don't think being a slut is genetic, though. I don't know. That's an interesting. That's interesting. I, I mean, I don't know. But I think I, I'm sure a lot of it is like your environment and how you're raised and where you look for love. Yeah, I guess that's where not that I've I've just never really been a relationship person. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if that's a choice. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. But are you uh, but are you happy? I mean, you're but I'm sure that's like that's uh, there's a reason for that. I was never a relationship person until I met, you know, the love of my life who's in the other room. Just turn my world upside down. You know, maybe that's it. Maybe I ha I thought I was in love a couple times, but uh, they didn't feel the same way. So it's like mm -hmm. it, it's hard to know, like, was I or was I being crazy when someone's gaslighting the shit out of you? You're like, maybe I just hate myself. Yeah. Yeah. But I I being but like uh, being single is fun. I think it's fun, like getting to I mean. I don't miss this, but it's it's kind of fun, like, when you're in that. Because one time me and Deb got into a fight. We got into a pretty big fight. And then to, like, to like get back at me, she, like, joined a dating app. While you were dating? Yeah. She, like, joined a dating app to just, just to show me that, like, you know, that she didn't need me. And uh, it was an app where, like, you like you like the person. I, I don't even know what app it was. I, can't, I, couldn't, I couldn't even tell you the name of it. The long, long story short is she got so many likes on this app that they they gave her a trophy. I've never gotten a trophy from a dating app. Well, maybe someday. Doesn't mean it's not going to happen. I mean, I think it's easy. I mean, you that's the thing. With you want with that attitude, <laughs> you know? My friend and I was seeing this weekend. We were like, really, we we're like, we're going to get dick in mushrooms. That was like our two things we were going to do. And um, oh, your friend from high school? Yeah, and we didn't get either. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's a lot harder. I mean, I guess we're in a pandemic, so it's a little tough right now. Yeah, but. it's not. It's you can't hold you can't hold that against yourself. But people are willing to break quarantine, just not. I mean, that guy was willing to who had a girlfriend. Right. Yeah, but what's like? Imagine you get COVID because you went to that guy's house. I know. I I'm not going to have an STD, but if I got COVID, mm -hmm. <laughs> that would be. I know. It's not worth it, but at the same time, it's like it sucks. It sucks to be single right now, but I guess it also sucks to be in a relationship you're not happy in. Yeah. Have you seen your parents at all since this started? 
Um, yeah, well, my mom's birthday is tomorrow, so I'm, I don't know if I'm going to, like, drive down to Jersey and see her. Maybe I'll just, like, say hi outside the, the door or something. Um, but I saw them, like, I guess a month ago when it sort of started, and I saw my grandparents, too. They're, like, they're 94 and 93. Where do your grandparents live, Jersey? They're in Jersey, too, yeah. Wow, they're right in the thick of it, huh? Uh, yeah. So they're not leaving their apartment at all? They're, I don't think so. Well, they're, my grandmother's a Trump supporter, so, like, she, uh, in the first couple of weeks, she was like, this is a hoax, and she was, like, going to Costco every day, and she she was, like, go, buying toilet paper for her neighbors, who she said uh, ha- has, like, a weak heart, you know, because she thinks that, like, nothing can kill her. She's 94, and she thinks that she's never going to die. Um, which, which I think is a good way to be at that age. Yeah. You know, cause her mother lived to be 103. So I don't think, I think she'll be, um, but then my, my grandfather's like kind of, I think he's kind of losing it. He's a little, uh, I guess senile is the term that you want it, that you would use. How old is he? He's like slowing down 93. Are you like from a big family then you all hang out together all the time? Yeah, I guess. I mean, there's four kids and then there's, I have like eight. Yeah. There's like 10 grandkids. So I imagine you came from, like, this big Italian family, you know, where, like, there's a block party and it's just a family party. And you would you'd hook me up with someone in that little community. Oh, like a cousin? Yeah, like a cousin or something. I have a cousin who's getting divorced. <laughs> I'll text you. He's, in, he's got two kids, though. I'm not busy. He is my hottest cousin, though, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's a shame because my, my, dad has, my dad has one brother. And my it, my dad's brother is like tall, and all his kids are like really tall and good looking. And like, I'm not saying that I'm not good looking, but I'm I'm also like I'm five eight. My brother's like five seven, five six, and uh, and then my other brother's retarded. So it's like we got kind of like the bad. We got they got they got like all the good genetics, and we got the bad genetics. Uh, what about your brother? Is he single? No. Mm. Why is your cousin getting divorced? Like that should be a factor of whether or not I date him, right? Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. You're not that close with him? Or you are? Um, no, I'm not that close with him. And he's, like, older. I'm, he's, like, probably late 30s. I think being a stepmom would be good for me. You would like his kids because one, one of them is, like, really, she's really sweet. And then uh, one is, like, pretty gay. He's, like, six or seven. And uh, he's, like, yeah, he's probably gay. So why would I like him? I don't know. You seem like a good stepmom for like a gay kid. You know, you guys can like gossip together or whatever. You can like talk shit. You can like watch people's comedy specials and shit on them. <laughs> Just turn on Netflix and be like, this bitch has a weird head. You know, <laughs> you and your stepson. And then and then and that. then you leave the room and he starts talking shit about you to his to his <laughs> like to his eight year old gay friends. <laughs> He's like, this is the best my dad can do. This is what happens to broken men. <laughs> Yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh she's a fucking loser. <laughs> He's like <laughs> podcasting about you with his other 9-year-old friends on his with with his purple hair and his fucking Twitch stream that that makes $20,000 a month. He's like, "Have fun fucking my dad, I guess." <laughs> okay, loser. <laughs> Is there are there any comics you want to talk shit about? That's one of my I mean, that's that's a fun thing for me. We don't have to say any mention anybody by name. I don't know. I haven't. I've been trying to stay off Instagram to like not. I guess is there someone you want to talk shit about? I mean, always, but I can't think of anybody at the moment. Who's like your crew? Like, who do you hang out with? I, I some an agent asked me that once, and I said no one, and then she didn't sign me. Oh really? Yeah, you want to have an answer for that? You want to be like my crew? Um, Shane Gillis, Ari <laughs> Shafir. <laughs> uh, let's see, who else? Uh, Bill Cosby, Louis C.K. Yeah, those are my boys. We love to just kick it. Yeah, I love hanging out with them in basements. I do love Shane Gillis, though. I think he's, like, one of the funniest people. I don't know Shane that well, but, I mean, he's always been nice to me when I talk to him. Yeah, I mean, I've, 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 been able, I've seen him, like, do stand-up a couple times, and it's like, I'm just so unimpressed by most people's comedy, but I saw him do a couple bits, and I was like, man, this guy's, like, this guy's really good. Probably That's probably how people feel when they watch me, you know? <laughs> Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he's really funny. I I just don't know him that well. And I once tweeted about him after that whole shit went down. Yeah. And then I did his show at the stand, and he was like, yeah, I saw your tweet about me. And I was like, I, I didn't know what to say. I was like, I mean, I was... What, did you say something negative? 
Well, he was like shitting on white women in his mm. podcast, which is pretty fair. Yeah. He just said we were the ultimate garbage of comedy. <laughs> we. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, can't really argue with that, Hannah. <laughs> I mean, you know, f- funny's funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. But you know, I'm listening to yeah, it get that riled is like up. an objective truth, though. You know. <laughs> The white All the worst the com- complete garbage. Yeah, absolutely. All the worst comics are white. Just kidding. Yeah, well, so I, I was listening to this. Someone had posted it, like, ah, Shane Gillis. You know, they went back and listened to his podcast. So I listened to that soundbite because mm-hmm. I was on my way to a show in Jersey in this pizza shop. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what an asshole. Yeah. And then I got up at the pizza shop and I bombed so fucking nice. hard. Yeah, yeah. That the was point God where they correcting me- you. <laughs> yeah it was like oh yeah maybe you shouldn't be so judgmental about yeah, yeah. the podcast maybe you should think about it yeah are you like a good stand-up like how much how much time can you do um i mean i get i would like to think of myself as a good stand-up i probably could do like a, a good 25 minutes 20 minutes and by good mm-hmm. you would think it's okay but uh mm-hmm. i i don't know i don't really do long like the longest i've done is probably 50 minutes and it wasn't i mean mm-hmm. there's a lot of crowd work involved I think I just get scared to do new bits, which I was just like, I'm such a perfectionist. Yeah. I'm like, oh, if this doesn't like kill, I, I, I hate bombing so much, but I've gotten used to it since I moved to New York. Yeah, you got to get past that. I only really have like one enemy in comedy. Pretty much everybody likes me, except for one person. Who doesn't like you? I'm send that text over right now. Um, but it is a white woman. Um. And it's just funny because, like, every interaction I've had with this person is just, like, progressively – it gets progressively worse. Like, she – I think she hates me more, like, every time I talk to her. Why does she hate you so much? I I don't know. But I think I think sometimes you have to just accept that certain people will never like you. Yeah, I think I used to – it used to really bother me because, you know, I feel like most people in comedy, they're not, like, the coolest people in the world. You get it. Like, you were on Match.com at 19. And, uh, yeah, but I had I had a great I had a great twenty six twenty seven. <laughs> I had an awesome fucking twenty thirteen. You should have you should have seen it. I wish you could have been there, dude. Um, uh, my guy friend said that to me recently too. He was like, Hannah, at twenty six, I fucking killed it. He's thirty two. He's thirty two. Uh, yeah, twenty six. That is that is the age. That's the age where like you stop being a boy. That's what he said. He's like, I caught my groove at the bars. That summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Deb, but Deb always talks about like being like sing- being single because she had a she dated a guy before me. Um, I put like a I put glitter on in, in his uh on in his bag, so she she thought that he was cheating on her. Um, no, just kidding. But uh, but she always talks about how like after that relationship was over, she like was on she was doing like breakfast, lunch, and dinner Tinder dates. So I guess the point is like. Both of us, if we ever split up, which we never will, but both of us would be fine, you know, if we had to, like, get back out there. Although it is, the la- the older you are, the weirder it is, I guess. I think it's easier for guys as you get older. I think that's why I'm starting to have a panic attack. I'm like, I'm going to hit 30 and... Yeah, but you're not old. I feel old sometimes. Yeah, but you're not old till you, like, start to look bad, you know? Yeah, but I'm a, I used to be a pretty heavy drinker, so... You could turn that around, though. Yeah, I've stopped. Yeah. But... Only for vanity. Mm-hmm. Same. If nothing else. Yeah, same. But I think with comedy, it's like I, I thought I get hurt when people don't like me because I'm like, aren't we all supposed to be losers? But like there's always going to people be people who don't like you. And I think like that's the whole point is that if you're being authentic, that people won't like you. And you have to like kind of lean into that hatred that you will get from people. Like, like certain like religious people are not going to like you. Yeah. They already don't. Like there's there's. There's like million. There's like millions of millions of people who would not like you. Yeah. And you just have to accept that, and that sometimes like those pe- more of those people are going to be at your show. There should there should be certain people where you go. I don't want this person to like me because this person goes against everything that. Well, because I don't like them. Yeah, just because their their whole the way that their their perspective is so different from yours that if you try to like you know appease them you're gonna you're gonna compromise yourself so i think it's important to go out and like make enemies and and for me it's white women <laughs> you're like yeah because like white women don't like me because we have different perspectives like i'm funny and they're not yeah, yeah right that makes exactly sense. yeah it's interesting you're very open but you seem like a little bit of a tough shell to crack yeah 
Like you kind of have a poker face, no? I guess. Um, do, do you have like a big secret? That's what I usually leave on. I mean, we've been doing this for over an hour, so. Um, I mean, I can't think of one that I would reveal on this uh, show. I mean, not that many people are listening, so don't you don't have like a, a slight secret? Mm, not, no, I can't think of one. The only, I mean, the only like secret that I have is that I, I accidentally downloaded some, uh, some child pornography when I was very young. And when I was 14, I was like, oh, okay, these girls are my age, so I'll, t- I'll watch <laughs> this clip. And then as soon as I opened it, I was like, oh, I'm not supposed to see this. This is bad. And I got rid of it immediately. That's my big, that's, that's like my big secret, I guess. That's so funny that you got age appropriate porn. You thought it would be better. I thought it'd be better because I was like, oh, these are, these will be, these will, these will look like the, the, all the hot girls in my class. And then they weren't, of course. They were very clearly children. Yeah. Oh, I thought child pornography. Oh, I guess it's. I've never well, seen it's, child porn. Well, I guess it's, yeah, how do you describe it? But, I mean... It, it, <laughs> yeah, you want to go into detail? <laughs> no, but, like, yeah, okay, they weren't technically children. I mean, I'm sure, you know, they could probably work at an ice cream shop with their parents' permission. They, you know, they were that old. <laughs> they were probably menstruating. Yeah, they definitely could get employed in China. Yeah, so. but, they def- but they weren't 18, you know. I mean, it was definitely... But neither like, were you. No, but I, but I think I knew that, like, what I had just seen and opened up was like you can't not, not okay. okay yeah and then did your parents ever no, find out thank god i mean thank god i mean they we put so much we had a dell computer when i was in ninth grade and like we put so much pornography on that computer from kazaa did you ever use kazaa uh-uh. okay so you were probably like i mean i don't know what your experience with pornography is but back in my day um you had to like you would spend like all afternoon just downloading a, a clip like it would it would take like forever because you would have a dial-up internet so then weren't you scared and your mom was gonna walk in mm, or i guess yeah she was but she busy. never but she never did we also used to like print photos like every guy would like print fo- on the family printer of, like oh. make you know yeah but one time my mom did find a dvd that i had and she was like I just don't understand why you have to watch lesbians. I mean, you might as well be watching gay men. <laughs> and I was like, I-, I guess I'll watch gay men if you want me to. That's well, because you're Catholic, right? Yeah. When I was younger, I was like, a, I, I tried to be. I think I was just like a horny kid, but I was like, I was gonna be like a vigilante, where I, I made a screen name called Cyber Sex with You and Me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. And I told guys I was 14. I started chat rooms with them, uh-huh. and then I made them send me their dick. Mm-hmm. And then I, I made a folder. Mm-hmm. Nice. I printed it out made a folder that I was going to bring to the FBI. Yeah, that's awesome. Good. Good for you. And then my mom found <laughs> it. was like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. That, like, that sounds like a PBS show, kind of. Like, you know, like <laughs> pedophile hunter. Hannah, the pedophile hunter. But in reality, you're just calling the police station. They're like, all right, little girl, please. We got a lot of crimes that we're trying to solve. We don't. We understand. Yeah, but I also printed out the chats uh-huh. too. Uh huh. Yeah, we had. And no I had like googled dirty things to say. Uh huh. <laughs> so right. I, my mom reading it was like these conversations are where very is this, dirty. Yeah. Where did this girl learn these? Uh, <laughs> is it just you and your brother? Yeah, it's just me and my brother. Yeah, that's funny. What's he like? Um, he has a job. He owns a business yeah. and owns a house okay. and has a girlfriend. You're like, did you ever see the movie Sideways? A long time ago. So it's it's a movie about wine, you know, with Paul Giamatti. It's like this sad movie, but it's a really good movie. Um, but he gives the speech about how like you know, he's really into Pinot because Pinot grapes need more attention. They 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 need more care. But once they become wine, it's like they're like the best wine. So you're like a Pinot grape that people didn't pay attention to. But once I hit that wine phase, yeah. They're going to be drinking from me. Wait, so how many pedophiles did you catch? (laughs) I want to go back to this. But you had all the evidence. I had all the evidence. Yeah. So you potentially could have put put a lot of bad people in jail. I could have. And then my mom found the folder and was absolutely disgusted. She was like, Hannah, enough of this. (laughs) Yeah, she didn't believe I was working for the FBI. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, Mom, I'm so close. There's like... (laughs) 
your bedroom just has like pictures of guys with strings attached to it. You're like, I'm so. Yeah. Cl-. You're like you're you like almost busted Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, seriously, I feel like I was talking to him at one point. Well, yeah. my ninth grade Spanish teacher ended up being a pedophile, and I was mm-hmm. like, I feel like I could have caught him yeah. back in the day. <laughs> I was so close. You ever see that show, True Detective? Yes. Yeah, that's like you. You're like, there's like 14 year old Hannah, and there's today Hannah. <laughs> and the show that your TV show just flashes back between your days as a young, as a young, you know, uh, optimistic pedophile hunter. And now it's like they find you and you're just like smoking a cigarette at an open mic. And they're like, we need we the, the U.S. government requires your skills. And you're like, fuck off. You guys didn't want my help back in 2005. I'm not helping you now. I was the best damn pedophile hunter there was. And you guys blew it. I got so many guys to send me their yeah, penis. Yeah, I, I have I have fi- a file with dicks in it that had to be cleaned out because it was 16 gigabytes. You know what 16 gigabytes of dick photos are? <laughs> yeah, I printed them like full page <laughs> in color. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I was on to something, but... That's that's awesome. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to go to the pool that summer because I got in a lot of trouble. Yeah. For... My mom, just, she just didn't understand the mm. work I was doing. <laughs> no, that's a shame. You could have been somebody. <laughs> Now you're just Matthew McConaughey making shit out of beer cans. Pretty much. <laughs> you're just making little children <laughs> and adults out of beer cans. They're like, what is she doing? I'm talking about sex on Twitter. They're like, we can't get this girl off the internet. Yeah, but but you could have been you could have been great and they denied you. So it's really my parents' fault that I'm here. It's a shame. You should write that you should write we should write that T V show together. I'm down. And then you have to find I'm like the older pedophile hunter. <laughs> so I'm like a guy who like just does it for fun. I got kicked off the police force and we have to join forces. And I'm like I have to find or I'm maybe I'm like a cop who like shot a kid by accident. So I've been demoted. So my whole thing is like I got to find the best pedophile hunter. And we meet in your mom's basement? Yeah, my mom's basement. We're like, "Yeah, come over, but don't don't use the top. Just knock on the bottom door. There's another door." below that don't wake up mother she'll be very upset (laughs) i'm into this show i think it could be a hit we have to find like a young actress who can play you yeah that shouldn't be tough like miley cyrus can play you (laughs) at 14 (laughs) that hurts yeah miley cyrus can play 14 year old you you know i auditioned to be your friend on her show wow Mm -hmm. really yeah i did oh my god that's awesome well i didn't get it wow i didn't i didn't know i was talking to a celebrity (laughs) Yeah, I have uh, I kind of have, you know, credits. So Yeah. That's cool. But you didn't get I it. I didn't get that's it. Right. So it's not really a credit. It's all it's but... all politics. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. The what could have been. What could have been. All right, so we're done. Should we do 1 2 3 done or just, just do uh, it? I need to stop. Matter, right? Okay, bye. All right, cool.